0: the cryptic code we're your hosts Harmon, kenzie and we like to talk about cryptids aliens and generally anything spooky
1: and we cuss a lot
0: indeed and welcome back everyone i hope you all are doing well kenzie it has been a while
1: it has been a while
0: what what have you been up to how staying safe from cryptids out there
1: Oh, of course, all the time, don't you know? I, I keep that cryptid spray on me at all times.
0: Got that motherfucking thing on me.
1: No, did I tell you I got myself a cryptid car sticker, and, Um, and it says, are those sentient pants? And it's like those night crawlers, and it's a goofy drawing of two of them. It's amazing. <laughs> You're the one who showed me them, so it made sense.
0: Well, I actually got little season three gifts for everyone uh i didn't get a chance to give them to you but i wanted to send a picture in the discord so just give me a moment
1: well don't feel bad Harmon, because you still don't have your christmas or your birthday present they are currently sitting in my living room (laughs) and it is what month is it it's april it's april it's april and you still don't have your christmas present
0: (laughs) it's fine i still need to give jake his uh Christmas present too, but it's been rough, man. We're
1: just behind. Schedules
0: are hard. But give me a second. I'm dropping a pic of what I got you and Jake to honor. Okay, I just sent it to you on Facebook. Check your DMs.
1: Oh, what the heck, man? I got Discord up. Hold the phone here. I'm going. Herman, send a photo. I love.
0: It's sheep squatch. In honor it. of our first cryptid.
1: Our first cryptid. Oh, I love it so much. Oh, Harmon, thank you.
0: Of course. Um, we need to recover him at some point because I keep finding new info.
1: Oh god, new info on the sheep squatch, the 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 lame cryptid that we made fun of for like <laughs> the whole episode.
0: And going back to early, early cryptid code, I was like, oof. Harvin's editing I oh something to be desired
1: oh come on i the early episodes chef's kiss they're the og beautiful you can't you can't doubt them they're amazing
0: they have a certain i don't know homemade quality to them
1: exactly and it makes them even better
0: <laughs> but it's good to have you back
1: thank and you I it's good you... to be back
0: yeah so you ready to crack in
1: Oh, heck yeah. What do you got for me today?
0: For our next case, we are tackling a classic creature of the night. One that I'm actually surprised it took us three seasons to get to. Oh,
1: it's,
0: it's a staple of horror cinema and has haunted movie theaters in various forms since 1922. But instead of the silver screen, we'll find it instead in the small city of Mineral Point, Wisconsin.
1: Okay, I'm not gonna lie, never heard of Mineral Point.
0: Oh, it's very small. it Has less than three thousand people.
1: Okay, so does it make me feel bad about my geography? Good, 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 good.
0: You know where Wisconsin is, right?
1: Uh, yes, I do know where that is.
0: Okay, that makes one of us. Um, <laughs> kidding, kidding. I keep getting a mix up with Michigan, which I know is probably just pissed off, like. of our Wisconsin listeners.
1: (laughs) They're like, we are most certainly not Michigan. Well, that's like, I went to Florida once and um, I was getting like alcohol. So they had to see my ID and I showed it to them. And the guys behind the counter are like, what is this? And I was like, what do you mean? They're like, is this a state? And I was like, yeah, I live in it. They're like, are you sure it's not just Virginia? Like, do you live West of Virginia? I'm like, no, I live in West virginia it is it is a place it is literally right above virginia but i promise it is a state
0: west by god motherfucker literally it
1: exists don't don't insult west virginia damn it
0: i swear to god i'll play country roads right here in the store
1: right now right now
0: (laughs) the date was march 14th 1981 police officer john pepper was pulling up to the graceland cemetery Neighbors had been calling in, reporting a strange man lurking around the graves. The lights of his squad car painted the gray, lifeless stones and flashing shades of red and blue. But they only reached so far. The officer pulled out his flashlight before descending into the necropolis. He weaved through the maze of mausoleums, scanning the shadows. That was until he caught sight of a figure among the tombstones. When Officer Pepper asked what they were doing, the figure bolted away. Even as John gave chase, the lurker got away by bounding over a four-foot fence in a single bound and escaping into a nearby pasture. Now, this sounds like a bizarre, but so far, mundane crime, right?
1: Kind of. I will say real quick, I feel bad for police officers that get called on these types of calls because... There, like, you know, one, you got a caller being like, I don't know what I saw, but it was really weird. And like, you know, someone was doing something really shady. I think it was a person. And you hear something like that. And you're like, oh shit. And then you go and make the call. You get there and you're probably already stressed because <laughs> you don't know what you're going to be walking into. Poor man. <laughs> I, I No, thank you.
0: It gets weirder.
1: Oh God. But real it quick, it's takes- is- are they assuming that this guy is like a grave robber initially? Is that why they're like, dude, you can't be here?
0: <laughs> they probably just thought you was a weirdo. It's the 80s. People are on like drugs and stuff.
1: Like trespassing, all that stuff. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Or like goth just became a thing in the 80s.
1: Oh, so you got so... all the gothic kids going to cemeteries and you got all the Christian people holding their pearls like, oh, no. <laughs>
0: It it didn't get up to the fever pitch of the 90s, but uh <laughs> that's good <laughs> when when the goth epidemic really reached its peak.
1: The epidemic.
0: <laughs> yeah, um luckily now we have herd immunity against goths, and now they're just an average, regular part of society. <laughs> um, but this encounter takes a turn for the spooky with pepper's description of the figure the officer described them as quote a huge person wearing a black cape and a white painted face about six foot five and ugly end quote <laughs> <laughs> just put this bitch on blast i love it
1: and ugly i like it. <laughs> i wonder what the face like looked like and that made him be like this is the only way i can explain it
0: (laughs) imagine committing a crime and you're reading about it the next day and the police officer goes like "Eh, three out of (laughs) ten
1: i would be insulted i'd be like well god i hope you don't come to like the next place i rob like i don't want to be insulted
0: but this is the first encounter with a fearsome creature that stalks the city of mineral point
1: that poor officer (laughs)
0: The Dracula of America's Dairyland. The new <gasps> of the Badger State. The Mineral Point
1: Vampire. Ah, oh my God, we have never done vampires. This is exciting.
0: I guess you can argue sniley Gash, but gas, gast,
1: Snally-Gaster.
0: gaster what the fuck did I say?
1: So the, the Snally-Gast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> snidely gaster but I've, that's more of like a dragon octopus whatever the thing
1: with fangs and it didn't like they only killed like one person i think <laughs> and that wasn't even like an official death so and the sucking of the blood thing only occurred at once with yeah, that so slurp. yeah so i'm gonna say it doesn't really count as a vampire so i'm gonna say officially this is most certainly the first vampire
0: first tradition Traditional vampire, very traditional. Because remember, it's wearing a cape. I love that. Well,
1: I, I'm picturing like this vigilante guy with like a white cape and white makeup on his face, and he's like, oh, "I am a vampire, Dracula." Like, <laughs> that's so funny. Blah blah. You'll never take me alive, God. Blah first. blah blah. Ah ah
0: ah.
1: Harvin, you'd make an awesome vampire for Halloween.
0: I went as one once. I just imagine the Muppet, the Count from like (laughs) Sesame Street, being like, "Hey cab, ah ah ah!" before like running away.
1: (laughs) I like that. I (laughs) do.
0: But yeah, we're finally covering vampires, and I'm surprised it took us this long, especially given we've covered their long-standing rivals, werewolves, on several occasions.
1: That's true.
0: And uh, I take it you're familiar with vampires. They're pretty uh
1: universal. They are indeed. I, I do. I am a. I do get it. I really do. I do. I like vampires. I've always liked vampires. They're always cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, did you hear that the Twilight series is getting like a TV show?
1: Um, what? No. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they're making a TV show out of the Twilight books.
1: You're lying to me. That is a lie.
0: No, no it got announced like two days ago.
1: I... <gasps> I hope, no! I,
0: I hope they annex, you know, XA the part with one of them being a confirmed Confederate soldier because that always made things a little awkward.
1: Oh, uh, good old Jasper. And he was a paroled Confederate soldier. <laughs> And he still he, talks like
0: fucking Foghorn. He, hit Leghorn.
1: He lied about his age so he could join sooner. Like he was underage when he joined. <laughs> Listen, I know all about Twilight. I follow so many Twilight accounts. I cannot believe. No, they're only making a TV show about Twilight because they saw that Harry Potter is getting a TV show reboot too. And I will say, they're gonna fuck up on both counts. I know it. I can feel it in my bones. They they're like.
0: like- Mm. We can make a TV show out of our problematic writer too. <laughs> yeah, literally. But Stephanie Meyer chose chose to make a Confederate soldier who not only what didn't regret the Civil War. Well,
1: never had commentary about it. Didn't say it, and he but, never like said like, yeah, I, I you know, I, I regret the war. No, never once, never once did he say that
0: but lied about his age I mean he was excited to fight for slavery oh
1: but let's not forget too
0: S- states rights
1: yes but let's not forget let's not forget Stephanie Meyer's books also are big on imprinting on children newborns fresh fresh children and then they're like, well, they feel the same way, but when they're children, it to them it's like like a, a like a familial relationship. And then when they hit a certain age is when it changes to like love and sex and all that. And I'm oh, like oh, this is grooming. This is grooming. Yeah. And the um <laughs> the sounds... tribe she used in her books is a real tribe, and she misrepresented them so poorly. And like there's just so much about it. There is just Whoa. so much.
0: We're gonna move on, but I just want to add one last thing about yes. Twilight. I, being a twenty-five-year-old man, never expected to have fucking strong opinions on Twilight, but uh, I I love that flashback scene to when the vampires and the wolf tribe first meet, and it's like the nineteen tens. <laughs> yeah, and the Native Americans are still in fucking furs. <laughs>
1: did such a horrible <laughs> they did not do well with these movies but like they're just those movies are a cult classic at this point it it like you can't get rid of the og movies like this i this is a crime we can move on now i'm sorry i'm I,
0: done <laughs> I, I i want steve buscemi to play the leader of the vatican vampires that's all i'm gonna say the Voltori,
1: the Voltori.
0: now Speaking of Dracula, I love that this vampire has almost the archetypical clothes of a vampire. It's the 80s, and this dude is still running around in a cape. Literally. (laughs) It's like the official uniform of vampires. I love it.
1: Apparently. You do see them with capes quite often.
0: Now, as you can imagine... News of something like this spreads very quickly in a small town like Mineral Point. For the next two days, the whole town was caught up in what was called vampire fever, where a number of pranksters around town were dressed in similar garb and generally act like jackasses. You also have to consider that this period of vampire fever was also including April 1st, April Fool's Day. Oh boy. The incident even found its way into headlines, such as with the Wisconsin State Journal, which published an article headlined "Vampires Stock Mineral Point." To quote the article itself: quote, "Last night we had a half a dozen vampires on the loose in town," Trot said. "Who I assume is the sheriff." They never specify who Trot is. Oh. <laughs> we received several phone calls and were stopped by people on the street reporting encounters of white-faced creepy-looking people jumping out of the shadows at them end quote dang it's me i'm white-faced creepy-looking people
1: (laughs) well honestly that's the problem with like the news line sometimes i feel like all they do is make more hysteria (laughs) because, <laughs> you know, they always do the taglines. They're like, what can we freak people out with the most as a like a headline? Um, and it reminds me of when, do you remember, like, a bunch of years ago when they those, like, clowns were a thing? Yes. Like, hiding in the woods, like, trespassing passing on people's properties and, like... Um, mm-hmm being weird like that's what this makes me think of like people heard the word vampire and they were like oh yeah let's freak people the fuck out
0: it was wisconsin's first contact with the golf community (laughs) (laughs) they didn't know how to handle
1: it they're like oh god what do we do (laughs) jesus christ
0: (laughs) i saw a man in mascara
1: (laughs) (laughs) boohoo
0: Uh, they're just fucking filming The Crow, and they just couldn't handle it.
1: Oh my god, it is literally The Crow. He just needs a cape. And then, yeah, yeah. the white yeah. makeup, thats it, on point.
0: But to Officer Pepper, this was a no joke. According to Ranker.com's account of The Encounter, The officer actually returned to Graceland Cemetery the next day and found a trail of footprints in the snow where he had seen the figure running. What made it so unsettling, though, is that the footprints stopped at the fence where the stranger jumped, but the snow on the other side was completely undisturbed. The figure had seemed to have vanished.
1: Oh, shit. Yeah. Poor Officer Pepper. Oh, my God, this poor man... (laughs)
0: If this was, like, a movie, I feel like Officer Pepper would be, like, the protagonist, like, the one cop who knows what's going on.
1: Yeah, who, like, everybody else is, like, making fun of him or, like, oh, you sure you think you you saw your, you thought you saw your vampire, huh? Like, you know, making fun of him and he's sitting there, like, middle of the night, like, all of these pictures on the walls and lines and, you know, just going crazy because he's, like, why does no one believe me?
0: And then, like... Whenever other people see it, they don't go to the cops. They go to him specifically. And eventually the weird old man who just moved into town will be like revealed to be a vampire hunter. Oh,
1: that, uh, fuck. Great. That would be a good movie.
0: Fire <laughs> <Prior to> Hollywood.
1: <laughs> Literally.
0: Soon the epidemic of vampire fever evaporated just as quickly as his supposed namesake. Local sheriff's department was likely happy to no longer chase white-faced freakos through the dark streets, and the more superstitious residents breathed a sigh of relief as they took down their crucifixes. However, the specter of the vampire did not fully fade from the small town. After all, the undead do not rest. They wait. Over 20 years later, in the March of 2004, much like our first experience, begins with the police being summoned. Yet, instead of Graceland Cemetery, they are called to an apartment complex where several tenants report a strange figure crouching in a tree, simply watching people go in and out of the building. Police arrived and found a figure matching Pepper's original description pale face, tall. And, of course, he still has the cape.
1: Oh, jeez!
0: I love it. He has the vampire drip.
1: And this is 20 years later.
0: Over 20 years.
1: Jesus.
0: I just love that he's just in a tree, like a trapped cat.
1: <laughs> that is pretty funny. Um, I'm assuming they sent more cops this time around
0: yeah it's more it's more than one Uh, that's good it's it's poor officers they don't give a number but more than
1: one okay well that helps though in my opinion like give more like credence to like what they're witnessing
0: all i can imagine though is like bella lugosi on top of a tree branch no being like i can't get down
1: oh no
0: (laughs) (laughs) somebody get a ladder (laughs) I don't know why my Dracula sounds like Mario.
1: (laughs) No. Mario. Uh,
0: Mushroom Kingdom, here I come.
1: (laughs) We need Jack Black on the podcast now. That's all I think about when I think of Mario.
0: Dream.
1: (laughs) I I just I just hear uh, the Princess Peach song.
0: (laughs) Do you think he would write a song for us?
1: If we ask nicely.
0: Ooh. And I can ask very nicely. That sounded sexual. It's not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is actually where my brain went. I was like, oh, okay, Harmon.
0: The officers asked the figure to come down, and in response, the figure jumped onto the ground and bolted away. Of course, they attempted to pursue the creature, but simply could not keep up. The chase ended as the supposed Stragoy came upon a 10-foot wall and in a single bound leapt over it, just like the cemetery fence. Okay, yeah, but-
1: there's a huge difference between a four-foot fence at a cemetery and a ten-foot thing that he jumped over. That's insane.
0: Yeah. And just like with a fence, there was no footprints on the other side. Again, seeming like the figure had simply just disappeared.
1: What the fuck? Now, this one's weird. I will say, this is a weird one.
0: Oh, it's gonna get weirder.
1: As I didn't even think that was possible. Huh. Why am I uh, doubting us? So it's a, Like, we do this every time. It's like, damn, didn't think it could get any worse. And then you pull out something worse. <laughs> hey,
0: it can't be any worse than the rabbit hole that was the Kentucky Goblins.
1: I will always love the Kentucky Goblins. But that was, it was just like, things can't get any worse. Oh, no.
0: We think we got to the bottom of the rabbit hole, and then it would fall through into like the rabbit hole subcellar. It was it just gets deeper and deeper.
1: Just keep going.
0: I borrowed that analogy from this paranormal life, so no one call me out on Twitter. <laughs> But one little fun fact I want to add is that this sighting took place only a year after Wisconsin formally outlawed vampirism.
1: Oh, they, okay, hold on a second. No,
0: I'm not kidding.
1: They outlawed vampirism?
0: Yes. Senator James R. Brumgart. Brumgart? Brumgart drafted a law to make the consumption of a child's blood a Class C felony, punishable by a $10,000 fine, and 15 years in prison. And presumably a stake for the heart.
1: Oh oh my god.
0: (laughs) There's actually a reason for this I'm going to get to in a moment. Oh no. But first I want to give a bit of a trigger warning for this next section because it has uh, potentially upsetting content and brief descriptions of sexual violence not sexual assault but you know close this legislation this legislation was sparked by the crimes of one Philip K. Buck who was arrested in the 90s for hosting parties with underage girls who he would encourage to cut themselves or sometimes cut them himself and then drink blood directly from their wounds
1: oh my god
0: Yeah. According to a local newspaper, the Shibangang Press, uh, some of those girls are even tied to beds and wicks, but it was never said if this act was consensual or not. Uh, Either way, doing that to minors is bad, very bad.
1: Well, and, well, you know, especially like young girls like that doing that kind of stuff, all you're doing is like you're, you're like training them to accept it and taking advantage of them. Like, that's just,
0: Children can't consent. I just want to put that out right now before anyone tries to cancel me. I'm hard line in the sand.
1: Yes, Pedophilia is wrong. Very wrong. Very, 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 very wrong. And I
0: take people.
1: But it just shocks me that like him doing that. They were like, you know what? We're sick and fucking tired of all these stupid vampire things. Uh, this is it. We're done. If somebody else does this, uh, rotten jail. Like, damn go the wisconsin they were they, they were like nope we're done
0: <laughs> well it's because he uh technically got a, a lighter sentence than he was supposed to
1: you're fucking kidding me
0: yeah um because that's not the end of his stuff oh, uh, God. i'm sending you a link with a picture of the dude because i just want you to see him okay but in 2007, Philip K. Buck went on to be arrested for threatening to murder his own mother because she had her cats fixed.
1: So this guy is just wrong all across the board.
0: Oh yeah, that's because again, in 2016, he was arrested for a third time for stealing a woman's phone and threatening to murder her with a knife after having an argument in his house.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. He was arrested and denied threatening her, taking the phone, or being drunk. A breathalyzer test quickly showed that at least one of those statements was a lie. I will admit this probably doesn't have any connection to the Mineral Point vampire, but I brought it up anyway, because, one, I think it's kind of morbidly interesting, and two... If any of you are familiar with your Draculas, vampires tend to keep around a few crazy guys to do their dirty work. So maybe this guy is uh, the Renfield to the Mineral Point vampire's Dracula or something.
1: That or the sighting of said vampire it inspired him, like, all these years later to be like, huh, I'm gonna be an absolute fucking weirdo.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you see the photo?
1: Yeah. Um Wow, he looks scary as fuck.
0: (laughs) That's a Renfield right there. That is Renfield material.
1: Literally, God.
0: Are you familiar with Renfields?
1: Only because there's a movie coming out with Nicolas Cage um, called Renfield, and I've seen the trailer. (laughs) Uh,
0: Depending on, like, the fiction or story, they can be called ghouls or thralls. They're, They're living people who, like... Do Been the given dirty work for vampires.
1: Like in this movie, at least, it says that like the vampire gives them like a gift of some kind so that they can do their dirty work, basically.
0: Sometimes it's not even that. It's just, hey, if you do this for me and if you prove useful enough, maybe someday I will possibly make you a vampire.
1: Well, like maybe I won't drink your blood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: final sighting of the Midwest Nosferatu came on March 14th, 2008. Although some sources put the occurrence on July 11th, a couple Brandon Hines and Jamie Marker were fishing up here on the bank of Luden Lake. Night fishing, I assume, which is a real thing I can coincide. I concede, sorry.
1: Yes. (laughs)
0: Just as the youthful lovers walked along the pier, they could hear noises coming from directly under them. The news report reads as such. Quote, Hines began stomping on the boards, believing it was some kind of animal and hoping to scare it away. He aimed his flashlight between the cracks of the boards when he and Marker heard water splashing down towards the other side of the jetty. Heinz shunned his flashlight towards the sound to see a figure of dark hair and a very pale face pulling itself onto the jetty. Heinz and Marker stood there in shock as the figure began to rise to his feet. Marker turned and ran up the path towards Heinz's vehicle as Heinz kept his flashlight aimed on the figure. Quote, It was wearing some kind of Dracula-looking cape and a, a suit, sort of, Heinz stated. The cape is a weird constant in this case, and I love it.
1: It, it really is, and I, I am impressed by that. Usually, like, you know, if you spot, like, a cryptid, the, any of the other, like, cryptid sightings after the fact, usually there are some, like, similarities, but there's also some differences. Whereas with this, it's been almost the same every single time. Really big think- dude, white face, cape, like... I find that very interesting.
0: And now we have like the full Dracula suit.
1: But I feel like he's been like upgrading. Like every time someone's seen him, he's like, you know, I don't think I look good enough.
0: It's the dripping drowned, and brother, I am a floating.
1: Ah ah ah! <laughs> it's he's the literally floating though. Ah, ah. You're ah 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 is so good. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. It, it makes me laugh. I can't stop.
0: Mark claimed the same. Heinz threw the flashlight towards the figure and ran up the path after Marker. He oh. was already in the vehicle with the doors locked.
1: <laughs> he was like, yeah, screw you, buddy. You're not getting in here.
0: The thing about love is that love is often not vampire proof.
1: <laughs> yeah. They get abandoned by your uh, like, significant other. They just abandon you. They're like, nope, vampires are not. I did not agree to this. <laughs>
0: As Hines started the vehicle and began leaving, Marker saw, the pass- saw out the passenger window that the figure was coming up the hill at a run, and she screamed for Hines to hurry. The couple drove to Mineral Point Police p- Police Department and made a statement directly afterwards. A patrol unit in the area of Luton Lake investigated the area where Hines and Marker had been but found no one. Hines and Marker returned the next day to retrieve their belongings with everything accounted for. Except for Heinz's flashlight. Whoever it is, Heinz says, they can keep it.
1: End oh, <laughs> uh, that's that's actually terrifying. <laughs> like I'm sorry. Like I'm picturing like Mia Matthew, like out one evening, and we are hearing something and we go outside and we're looking and this thing crawls out. it it starts chasing us yeah Yeah. nah 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 i I feel like my survival instincts aren't good in general so i feel like i'd be trying to run and like fall on my face and it would just be terrible like that is so scary and it's interesting because the other two sightings he didn't chase them he fled so is that the difference between cops who i guess this thing assumes are armed and just your average person
0: I don't know. Maybe it's like, would vampires be afraid of guns?
1: I don't know. I don't know. Because we don't actually know what vampires are, question mark.
0: We'll get to that. I do some deep dive into vampire lore. Now... Me personally, the really creepy image is imagining this thing not in the water, but actually crawling along the underside of the pier. That's what really freaks me out.
1: Well, and the fact that it was like underneath the pier and they could kind of see it like yeah. through the slats and the wood, like that that is that's yeah. a horror. That's a horror movie in the making, you know, something underneath the pier that's all like slimy and weird and it reaches up, grabs your leg and pulls you into the water with it with it. Like, oh, oh. Hey. no, thank you.
0: Um There actually is present for vampires having the ability to scale surfaces no human could. Uh, To quote Bram Stoker's Dracula, quote, "But But my very feelings changed to repulsion and terror when I saw the whole man slowly emerge from the window and began to crawl down the castle wall over the dreadful abyss, face down with his cloak spreading out around him like great wings, end quote. By the way, Dracula is one of my favorite novels. I've read like three different times.
1: Oh, did you really? I don't think I've ever read Bram Stoker's Dracula.
0: It's really good.
1: I'll have to look it's, into it, definitely. It's
0: it's like a – victor. this is going to be a weird comparison. It's like a Victorian version of found footage because it's a lot of people's personal writings.
1: So like accounts of what they saw.
0: Yeah, compiled. So it's like – One character's journal, then letters, then another character's journal.
1: That's cool. That's really cool. I did not know it was written like that. Yeah, I
0: really like it. But so ends the last known encounter with the Mineral Point vampire. But though it seems the creature has returned to its grave, for now, the mystery of its son appearance is anything but laid to rest. A question that naturally comes to mind is, where did this presumably Transylvanian Transient come from? He dresses like Dracula, acts like Dracula, but one would not expect to come across the Lord of the Night in, of all places, Wisconsin. For that answer, I think it would be useful to take a look at Mineral Point itself.
1: Is Mineral Point going to be like Point Pleasant, where it has some kind of funky thing happening, and that's why <laughs> it like brought the cryptid to life? Maybe. Oh.
0: Like most animals, vampires tend to have a lair. Typically, one just as old and decrepit as them. Of course, the Count has his castle. Uh, the Lost Boys had their abandoned hotel, and, and uh, Edward Cullen had a condo in the woods. Vampires appear to be naturally drawn to the ancient and the antique, perhaps out of a sense of familiarity to when they're alive. I subsequently look, went looking into historical buildings in, point, in Mineral Point. Being settled in 1827, I actually had quite a few. However, one in particular caught my eye, the Walker House. It was built in 1836 by William Walker and served as a local meeting house. Strangely though, it was also the site of a hanging in 1842. The condemned was one William Caffey, who shot and killed a man named Samuel Southwick. The killing was spurred on by an argument after the young Caffey was skipped over for dancing now this sounds silly but remember this is a frontier mining town and dancing was a very rare opportunity for female interaction he agreed to talk about it outside however a mob of people followed him and advanced upon him with sticks panicking he pulled his gun and shot southwick as he was the most uh, explicitly hostile in the group Caffey was in charge of premeditated murder and hanged on makeshift gallows at the walker house.
1: Jesus, makeshift gallows? I'm assuming they just like strung up something and were like, yeah, this will do. This should kill him.
0: It's probably a tree, a rope, and a barrel in all
1: reality. That that sounds accurate too. Um, So they had a fight about dancing for their daughters and they started an argument that got out of control created a mob and in self-defense he shot someone and then they hung him yeah that that whole situation's pretty fucked (laughs) i will not lie (laughs) jesus yeah
0: the process was especially morbid even for an execution due to Kathy's actions i'm gonna quote the wikipedia article Quote, the hanging was a strange affair, with a condemned man being brought to the inn astride his coffin, being out the tune of a funeral march with empty beer cans, beer bottles, sorry, end quote. It is also worth noting that the people of Mineral Point had picnics as they watched him hang.
1: Oh my god!
0: Which isn't unusual for the time, but that's still kind of messed up
1: it's not unusual like i knew you know everybody loved like you know like the roman gladiators and seeing them just rip each other to shreds and like animals getting involved and killing people like i know humans as a whole have always had some weird bizarre fascination with those kinds of events but damn hanging for a man who in my opinion shouldn't have been hung (laughs) <laughs> and you're having a picnic while his like family is probably sitting there watching him get hung like how can you jesus
0: yeah and like you have to remember this is like 30 years before the civil 20 years before the civil war and the first battle of bull run was a devastating loss for the union because a lot of their forces couldn't evacuate because it was blocked by picnickers who came to watch the battle
1: i knew about that actually bull run i've heard of that because people sat like up on the hill watching down like just watching again and with that war it's like brother against brother they're just watching them just like massacre each other like how is that enjoying (laughs) I have no idea good God
0: now how could these two be connected is it possible that William Caffey found a way to not only cheat death but exact revenge on the community that condemned him before we can rule anything out I think it's important that we dive into the mythology of the vampire now, when most people think of vampires, their minds immediately call to uh, certain rules. Garlics and crosses repel them, sunlight kills them, they need an invitation to come in, as well as other things. One should keep in mind, though, that most of these assumptions are rooted really not in actual folklore, but rather universal Dracula movies or the original Bram Stoker novel. Both these sources took great liberties with authentic vampire legends, though. Thus, it would serve us well to dig up uh, historical, true, quote-unquote, superstitions about the bloodstockers. Call me Von Helsing, because it's time for a lesson in vampire lore. Now, Ooh. every continent, yeah, has stories of something akin to our idea of a Nosferatu. Be it the Greek, Varikarlakis, the African, Obeifo or the Chinese jing Shai. the world is positively baddie with stories of the restless, relentless undead. Still there?
1: I am still here, and I liked that. Restless, relentless undead. That was pretty good.
0: And positively baddie.
1: Yes, I did like that too.
0: <laughs> Nevertheless, I wish to focus on the nation of Romania and their interpretation that has greatly informed our modern vampire the Stragoi are you familiar
1: no i feel like i've heard the word before but i don't know why
0: uh if you've seen the strain i've heard it there
1: ah uh, the strain yeah okay yeah that sounds kind of correct yes
0: the word itself strigoy, is actually connected to striga meaning to scream according to dantonelli paparelli rome la in more in more in more manatavi,
1: good job. <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: so sorry, listeners. <laughs> a book on the supernatural written by Dimitri Cantamer and Todor Baruda in 1882. There's actually a few ways to become a stargoy they could live a life of sin, uh, die unmarried, die of execution for perjury, trigger warning, die by suicide. Um, or die from a curse. Another yeah. way would be if before the funeral, an animal such as a cat or dog jumped over the corpse.
1: Uh, that's oddly specific, but some of this honestly reminds me kind of of how people can turn into wendigos. Yeah. Like the life of sin, that kind of stuff. Like that it felt like that played in with the wendigo legend as well. So that's just interesting.
0: How does it feel knowing that, not to get too morbid, but. With the amount of pets that you have if you die in your apartment you're probably becoming a stragoi
1: yeah because one of them most certainly would jump over my dead body they'd be like oh, excuse me mom they keep going <laughs> wow
0: well, you're sleepy today
1: yeah, literally, They'd want me to become a stragoi just so i could get back up and feed them <laughs>
0: <laughs> from this we can already find two possible reasons for kathy to return as a stragoi more, if you excuse the perjury part, because he was executed, or if an animal just happened to jump over his corpse before he's buried.
1: Well, and I'm sure too, like with this legend, like someone wrongly executed who comes back from like the dead to like exact revenge. I feel like that would also kind of like go into what can make a stragoy.
0: Yeah, uh, stragoy is like kind of a catch term term. Um, there's a lot of vampire Slavic lore.
1: Oh, I'm sure.
0: For sure. Yeah. While I was doing some research, I did find an article titled Count Dracula and the Folkloric Vampire. 13 Comparisons by Mm. Patrick Johnson from the Journal of Dracula Studies, Volume 3, Article 6. Published in 2001, it reads, quote, In actual historical reports, we find that plagues of disease are sometimes blamed on vampires, end quote. I followed this up by looking up outbreaks in Wisconsin, and I found a possibly very interesting correlation. Hmm. Officers first, Officer Pepper's first sign was in 1981, right? Yes. Well, in 1982, 16 cases of Kawasaki syndrome were found
1: in Milwaukee
0: and adjoining counties. Pretty unaware.
1: Yeah, I was about to say, I've never heard of that in my life.
0: Kawasaki syndrome is a very rare disease that causes inflammation and swelling in blood vessels typically affecting children under the age of 5.
1: Oh wow.
0: I mentioned it's relatively rare only only affecting about 9 to 20 children under wow. under the age of 5 per 100,000 people and they had 16 cases.
1: That's but- insane. Is it like, is it contagious or we don't know. So there's like nothing known about it really because it's so rare.
0: Not a lot. Well, kind of. Let me continue. Okay. What makes what makes this outbreak even stranger is to quote Mayoclinic.org, quote, no one knows what causes Kawasaki disease, but scientists don't believe the disease to be contagious from person to person. Some think that Kawasaki disease happens after a bacterial or viral infection, or that is linked to other environmental factors. End quote. So it's not like the state just had a super spreader. That's the current theory would have Yeah, it would have to be an environmental condition. Say, for example, a walking manifestation of plague and corruption.
1: At that point you might as well, at that point you might as well be talking about one of the omens of what are they the the guys who read the horses thank you god the death <laughs> dudes <laughs> that's, that's what that reminded me of one
0: of the dudes
1: the dudes one on the horse
0: on the horses
1: yeah that, that come I, in I and kill you three
0: of them but less than five
1: yeah there's four of the four horsemen thank you yes
0: <laughs> uh, what were they the gloomy quartet or something. <laughs> quartet <laughs>
1: that's pretty good i like that
0: That's how we have to like
1: refer to them from now on—the gloomy quartet. I'm down. Okay.
0: It gets stranger though. The encounter with the creature on the pier, our final encounter, was in 2008. In 2009, Wisconsin, specifically Marathon County, which I believe is only two counties over from Mineral Point, had an outbreak of blastomycesis and a rare life-threatening fungal infection. Oh God. I say rare, I mean rare.
1: Well, yeah, there, there's. Well, haven't you seen The Last of Us? There's a. They've known barely anything about funguses, and just in general. So it's kind of like that. That's freaking crazy.
0: The yearly infection rate is one to two cases per one hundred thousand people, and Wisconsin had the largest breakout and recorded history with a whopping 55 cases
1: and this is a year after the the last vampire sighting
0: yes outbreaks of the disease still happen in the state today with wisconsin's rate of blasphemycesis being a terrifying 10 to 40 cases per 100,000 people. So significantly higher than the national average.
1: And has this been happening since 2009? Like 2009 was like the beginning of it, and it's been like that ever since? It would seem so. That is crazy. Okay, can we talk about how this cryptid being like the harbinger of death or whatever is the equivalent of mothman showing up and then the disaster of the bridge happening the day after and they're saying that he was like the bad omen or he was there as a warning like that's just so weird how all of these cryptids we talk about they all kind of line up in like little places
0: well the thing is with old vampire lore it's not that they're an omen of coming plague is that they bring the plague
1: they themselves are the hard
0: yeah, they are living corruption. So just having one in the area makes cattle die, makes disease break out.
1: Are we a hundred percent positive this isn't one of the horsemen? Like literally this sounds like plague. I like, supernatural episode of plague walking through and all of these people on the sidewalk just like dropping like flies. Like that's what I'm well, picturing right now. Well,
0: I doubt it's that because if we know anything about the gloomy quartet, it's that they're horse girls. And so far, <laughs> this guy's been on foot.
1: <laughs> this is true. This is true.
0: Now, while we're on the topic of vampire mythology, I thought I would give some more fun Strigoi folklore for us to uh, sink our teeth into.
1: Oh, ironic.
0: Namely, the ways to kill a vampire. If one of the two feet pricks come at you, there are a few methods of defending yourself. A stake for the heart is surprisingly supported by historical texts. Folklorist Murtracoici states, quote, The commonest method in Romania is to drive a stake for the heart or navel, and the is sufficient to drive a needle for the heart. Garlic may be pr- placed in the mouth, end quote. Yes, garlic works too, but not as a deterrent, but as a way to make sure they stay dead. As one of the ways of killing a vampire was to exhume their corpse and put garlic in the mouth as part of the process of finally killing them.
1: That's interesting. Putting it in their mouth. I wonder, like, why that was the choice. Or similar to, like, how you said it's not just the heart, but also the navel, like your belly button. If you stab them in the belly button, that was supposed to work too.
0: Well, the thing with steaks is that the idea was it would stake them to the ground so they can't get up.
1: Oh, so it's not necessarily that's what kills them. It's just keeping them down. Yeah. Okay.
0: And I believe it's because garlic in folklore is traditionally uh, seen as a home remedy. So the idea is you kill the manifestation of disease by putting a healing herb in its mouth.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. So that's like when they put you know stuff in their pockets so that you couldn't smell the smell of death yeah <laughs> that kind uh, of thing i get it posy. yep
0: now if garlic's not your favorite uh, there is actually another herb to help fell vampires
1: oh boy tell me
0: one researcher quoted by the article i mentioned said quote the solution is to exhume him and pierce his body with a needle or nail Another solution is to walk around the grave with burning hemp. The hemp smoke renders the stagoy harmless, end quote.
1: Uh, Hemp? You're kidding me.
0: Smoke weed over vampire graves.
1: They will become so chill (laughs) from it that they won't eat you.
0: yeah bro you just need to like relax man you literally <laughs> Ta- got all the turn here
1: take a hit of my dad pen like, <laughs> yeah, you'll be you'll be golden <laughs> oh that's so funny oh my god
0: i'm just imagining dracula like doing a
1: fat bong rip well today's 420 so <laughs>
0: Oh my God! You're right.
1: This is the perfect day to do this, oh my God. I never realized. Happy birthday to weed. It helps keep you alive from vampires.
0: Dude, I got so nervous when you said "Happy birthday." Why? Four twenty is Hitler's birthday, dude.
1: It is. I didn't know
0: that. Now, apparently, contrary to popular belief, Stragoi can enter holy ground. Dracula and the folk- folkloric vampire shares his account of just such a thing. Quote, the Romanian linguist Emil Petrovici records this folk tale. Once the Strigoi turned to a handsome young man and a young girl fell in love with him. They were married, but the girl also wanted a religious wedding. He rejected this idea. Her parents insisted, so he agreed to go to the church. But when they emerged from the church, he looked at his wife in a strange way, baring his teeth. She became afraid and told her mother about it. Her mother said, don't be afraid. He loves you. So that's why he bared his teeth. Weird. Uh, When their parents came to visit them, they couldn't find them. They locked themselves in, but the people could see them through the window. He was sucking her blood. When the people saw it, they shot him through the window.
1: Oh (laughs) Oh my God.
0: Apparently guns do work on vampires, or at least for Goy. Okay later in the article when they're listing ways to kill it one of them was simply dig the body up and shoot it
1: a bunch so <laughs> well then okay so that kind of goes with my theory that the reason this specific vampire in Wisconsin did not chase police is because it they it knew it was they were armed
0: he was afraid of getting arrested
1: apparently he didn't want to go to jail a life
0: sentence carries a lot more weight when you're immortal dude
1: <laughs> it really does like you can't die in prison because you're never gonna die
0: there's a lot more to the mythology of Strigoi, and maybe at some point we'll cover them on their own little episode. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to present a uh, few selected accounts to show that our modern idea of a vampire is far from the traditional one.
1: But it's interesting that even like with the traditional, we still keep some of it it's just changed over the years but like you know like the garlic thing like it's just so interesting that they were putting it in the mouth because garlic was good for like disease and now they're like you say vampires don't like the smell of garlic so it's just very interesting i like it thank you yeah
0: in turn i think that will help us approach the mineral point case with an open mind in case some of the things don't lean up with Don't line up with our preconceived notions of what a vampire should act like. However, that brings us to one of the big criticisms of the case that skeptics will bring up. It's so stereotypically vampire. The suit, the white face, the fucking cape. It could only be more Dracula-esque if he spoke in a Lugosi voice and had a harem of blood-sucking harlots.
1: <laughs> or had and a freaking it, coffin dragging behind him. <laughs> That's his bed he climbs in at night. Like <laughs>
0: He was in the cemetery.
1: Yeah, like, exactly.
0: <laughs> and this makes it more likely, in my opinion, to be a hoax because it's just so movie-like.
1: It, it now, is. Believe- it's too It's too media. It's too mainstream.
0: I like my vampires underground. <laughs> That's oh. so dumb. <laughs> now, I believe the sightings truly happened. That much is evident from the news and police reports. The question is if the figure seen as a person pulling a prank or something truly supernatural.
1: It's just weird to me that in both cases of police showing up and like chasing this guy he like the footsteps vanish like that's the one weird thing that like you can't just explain that away like maybe in the first guys like the first like officer pepper it could have snowed that night and the next morning when he went back out there only some of the tracks were still able to be seen you know that could explain that but in regards to the second group of cops you know that was multiple people and The, like, footsteps are gone, he's gone. Like, that's kind of weird. That's a weird one.
0: Well, the first sign is not overtly paranormal. Jumping over a four-foot fence would be difficult, especially for someone in a cave, but it's not impossible. Right. The second encounter in 2004, however, is better to explain. This figure managed to escape the police by jumping over a ten-foot wall in a single bound.
1: Yeah, exactly. That doesn't... They have no... How do you do that?
0: We have no reason to assume their measurement of the wall's height or description of the figure's motions are inaccurate. So I looked up the highest jump by a human and found this. The record was set in 1993 by Cuban high jumper Javier Sotomay with an impressive 8.03 foot jump. But that's still two feet short of our suspects' feet. And if the jump can't be achieved by world class athletes, there's no reason to believe that a prankster in Mineral Point, Wisconsin would be able to do it so reliably.
1: Yeah, exactly. So that's why that's why I find it weird. If that's why when you said hoax, I'm like, eh like the footsteps being gone or like them not being able to find them and the jumping of these of that especially that the 10-foot wall that's just outlandish this is just weird yeah. this is a weird one
0: the most explicitly supernatural sign was of course the last one and it's the one that makes me hesitant to say this is a hoax now i might be extrapolating a bit but it sounds as if the creature was crawling underneath the pier stalking its victims Witnesses made no mention of the figure being wet, so it appears that it avoided the water entirely. I know there was the splash, but they didn't say it was soaked or anything. And if it was in the water, that brings us to the point that, one, the wet face paint would have washed off if it was makeup. True. Two, who would be willing to wear a suit while wadding through a lake?
1: under a pier to freak people out like uh, that's you'd have to be really committed to to your prank
0: which brings us to point three how long would they have been waiting there
1: yeah like how long were they there like waiting for the perfect people to come around like i'm sorry (laughs) that doesn't make sense
0: yeah Uh, now i suppose one could dismiss the encounter by claiming that the witnesses were lying but i like to give people the benefit of the doubt
1: i do too because i don't think you would just go and make a police report that makes you look crazy for fun like yeah like talking to police in general is already kind of like an anxiety thing you know because obviously yeah. you, you don't want to be in trouble so going there already to report something like this and, and if you were lying like can't you get in trouble for lying like that about yeah, stuff you
0: could, yeah i'm pretty sure that's perjury and if you get executed for that you become a vampire <laughs>
1: Oh my god. But you know, there's just so much to it. That's why like I am I don't always want to doubt people who go to the police because why would you be going unless something really happened to you?
0: Like if you go straight to the media, that's one thing you're trying to sell a story. But yes. game of police involved makes it up into a crime.
1: And, it, and the fact that they did it immediately after it happened, they didn't do it like the next day or a week later to report it. It was like, not they drove from the incident to the police station in a panic. Yeah. Like, that that's believable to me.
0: So, if this, wa- and if this was a genuine creature of the night, we still have some unanswered questions. Namely, even with my Lord Dumbo... Neural Point seems like an unlikely place for a vampire to appear. Also take into account its long absences. Over 20 years pass between the first and second instances. Sergoy are known to move around, yet there's no reports of a similar creature in surrounding areas I found. On top of that, never does any of the expected activities one would expect from a vampire. There's no uptick in murders or disappearances as far as I can tell. No cases of anyone having their blood sucked, except for the one creep I mentioned. Perhaps it took a more subtle approach. Or maybe. Maybe, it, maybe it that's why it was in service.
1: cemeteries. That's why it was in cemeteries. I didn't want fresh people. <laughs> yeah,
0: or maybe Philip K. Buck or someone of his ilk really was a Renfield, like someone who was getting them like blood bags or. Telling them, hey, if you go after homeless people, no one's going to report them.
1: Oh, that's so sad.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's sad, but unfortunately, very true. It's Serial killers always go after the homeless and sex workers.
1: Yeah, anybody who could be considered like transient because they can get away with it.
0: Yeah, but a diet of the impoverished tends to work better in a city than a relatively rural settlement settlement with a population under 3,000. There's also the fact that celibacy tends to go out the window when you are wearing a fucking cape. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: Now, could there be any other paranormal prowlers this creature aligns with? Surprisingly, yes. Longtime viewers will remember our crossover episode where we discussed Spring-Heel Jack, the hurdle-hopping horror of London. And frankly, the two match up pretty well. Spring-Heeled Jack was described as having grayish pale skin, a cloak to cover his body, and his eponymous ability to jump tall distances. Now that is
1: so crazy that they both line up like that so well. I didn't even draw the connection initially, but you're right
0: yeah i mean spring jack got his name because when people chased him through the streets he would just jump onto the top of buildings
1: yeah because spring healed. he it was like he had springs in his shoes or in his feet or whatever like that yeah that makes sense (laughs) yeah
0: so on top of that the mineral point vampire seems closer to jack's modest operandi of causing general havoc than the predatory nature one would expect from a dracula wannabe
1: but it's still interesting that a year after, at least the first the, the first sighting and the last sighting, both resulted in a year later, like a plague almost.
0: Yeah. Now, I admit I have no evidence the two are connected. I just found it a weird coincidence.
1: It is a weird coincidence, especially with like, you know, putting garlic in the vampire's mouth because it brought plagues or whatever. Like, it's just there's a lot of coincidences here.
0: It's freaky. But before we go any further, I'd like to share a word from our sponsor, Appalachian Otties. Do you like the strange and mysterious, the odd and out of place? I know just the place for you. Appalachian Otties in Western West Virginia. Visit their film room to buy earrings based on your favorite horror movies. The library offers an assortment of books on topics ranging from ghosts, and specters, to New Age mysticism, to even cryptids and other creatures. You can even get unique art crafted by local artisans. Like the creepy H.R. Geiger-inspired sculpture that I'm pretty sure whispers in my ear when no one else is around. Or even some rather steamy cryptid-themed pinup up paintings. My personal favorite are the enamel pins made in the likeness of some beloved beasties such as the Grafton Monster, the Flatwoods Phantom, and of course fan favorite, Mothman. And if you're in the neighborhood, you can attend a special event on December 9th. Murder at the Masquerade. During a secret society's annual masquerade, their leader is killed and the remaining members must navigate a web of magic, misdirection, and murder as they search for the truth. In between looking for clues, you can enter our coffin raffle, compete in our best mask contest, or even enjoy some novelty mocktails. The show is one night only, so secure tickets now at AppalachianOddiesWV.com. Thank you again to AppalachianOddies for sponsoring, and let us get back to the show. And that brings us to the final question that we strive to answer with every case. Enough with the backstories and the theories. It's time for us to stake a claim. Is the Mineral Point Vampire real? Kenzie, what do you think? I, I don't.
1: I don't know that. <laughs> um, If JP
0: I- was here, he would say it was a bear.
1: Uh, he would tell, totally, but and then I'd yell at him like oh have you ever seen a bear jump 10 feet JP I think not <laughs> um I'm trying to think because it's just weird it's a weird thing and it happened three times and there are coincidences and it lines up with a couple other cryptids as well and it's just I want to say no it's like the vampire itself isn't real but whatever they saw is is definitely real you just you just don't know what it is
0: (laughs) we never our yes or no is never dependent on us having exact idea what happened the yes or no is more do we think regardless of what it was that something paranormal something anomalous happened so i can't think of any rational explanation besides it being a hoax so we have to decide is this something real and supernatural or was it a dude fucking around in a costume
1: but like i said it wouldn't like the person would have to be like so committed to being this like crazy prankster like and 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 the fact that like 20 years passed and he popped back up again like is it the same guy who's just fucking with people like i don't know it's just so weird that i kind of want it to be supernatural because i feel like it would be it would make the most sense
0: assuming the third sighting really did happen a person's not doing that that's not a person
1: yeah exactly so uh, i'm going to have to say i don't necessarily believe it's a vampire but i definitely believe it's something
0: something so, supernatural
1: yeah that's that's what i'm going to say that's going to be my answer <laughs>
0: And I'm gonna agree. Of all of of all the cryptids, I did not expect the Mineral Point Vampire to get a. Yes,
1: yeah. I know, but it's it, just there's just stuff about it. It's weird.
0: When you look at it, it on surface level, it's so easy to dismiss. But when you really think about it,
1: and like talk about it, and like all of the evidence and research that you put forth, it, it uh, it's believable. <laughs> Again, yeah. and not necessarily that it's a vampire. Not necessarily that, but something, for sure.
0: Something, something supernatural. I don't think it was a person.
1: I don't think it was a person. There's just too much about it. And it makes me laugh that only the first, like the first sighting called it ugly in the last two. (laughs) They didn't mention the ugliness at all.
0: (laughs) Yeah, And if it was just the first sighting, I would 100% say, oh, it's just a dude, but it's the 10 foot wall. No it's, one's doing that.
1: It's the, like, the gaps. Like, it, the sighting, it only gets sighted once. And then all these years later, it gets sighted again. Like, you know, that kind of thing isn't normal either.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess it could be, like, someone inspired by the original sighting. But mm.
1: but we've seen that before. And it's usually easier to tell.
0: And And it's... I keep coming back to it, the The record for highest human jump is eight feet.
1: Exactly. And a 10-foot wall that, again, I'm assuming they're not just, like, pulling that number out of their ass, you know, especially if they're, like, reporting it in a case or whatever that they witnessed. Like, I sincerely doubt they're just like, oh, my God, that, that wall was, like, 25 feet tall. Like, you know, just making it up. Like, I feel like it's accurate.
0: Yeah, and this wasn't, like, special high jump the dude was running from the cops which if i remember correctly when you're running from the cops you go farther but you stay lower and he had to actually be over 10 feet because he didn't reach 10 feet he went over 10 feet
1: exactly which is insane and that's like jumping just from the ground up to 10 feet like and like you said, the the masterful feet of a human is eight feet, which is still like insane. But ten feet, you'd have to be like you need a trampoline to do that.
0: Yeah, I can't see a person doing that, not for a ah, prank.
1: Sorry, I just hit my mic. But no, I, I agree. I can't see a person doing that either. It just that doesn't seem possible.
0: What I did not expect the mineral point vampire something most our listeners have probably never heard of <laughs> expecting to get a yes that's great
1: <laughs> i know i feel like we both need like a nice little medal today <laughs> this is so exciting um, and
0: our first vampire
1: and our first vampire which is kind of crazy I, I still can't believe it's our first one um but it, it's just it's just a weird thing that whole the whole thing start to finish was just weird
0: Oh, there's weirder vampire cases, and I'm excited to get around to them at some point.
1: I'm excited now too.
0: <laughs> the Highgate vampire is going to be fun.
1: Oh God, I, 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 honestly, I'm pretty excited. Vampires, I will say, I've always, I've always found vampires interesting.
0: So, any uh, closing thoughts before I get into the uh, outro?
1: I'm so happy to be back in the podcast. I have missed it so much, um, and this was a lot of fun, and you did great.
0: Thank you, it was good to have you again.
1: Thank you. Uh, this was a lot hopefully of fun,
0: Harmon. This more regular.
1: I would love to make it more regular. Pretty please, this was fun.
0: And hopefully uh, JP and Jess can join us next time.
1: For sure, even though JP's work hours are insane.
0: They have him in a pit, guys.
1: <laughs> he <laughs> works 12-hour shifts. <laughs> poor man
0: Uh, it's it's gonna be me soon
1: oh god
0: but uh, thank you all for joining us for another episode of the cryptic code uh if you enjoyed this consider subscribing to keep up to date on episodes you can follow us on youtube although you will get episodes a little later sorry that's just (laughs) conversion takes a while um but we're also on anchor spotify stitch uh a bunch of other places, uh, Apple, Google, podcasts, uh, pretty much everywhere good pods are made. Woo! You can also follow us on Twitter at the Cryptic Code. Uh, you can email us questions, case suggestions, or your own personal encounters at our email, the Cryptic Code at hotmail.com. Yes, I have a hotmail because I am an old man.
1: No, we're not no judgment on the hotmail, none at all.
0: And uh, we still have a TikTok they haven't banned it yet Woo! i rarely upload um
1: just give it to me
0: <laughs> i will if you want it you can have it bro <laughs> i don't know what tickety talk people like i just been putting clips on there <laughs> i only put two. Oh, oh, oh.
1: i love <laughs> it though
0: life is hard Join us again in two weeks when we bring you another story of creepy encounters with the creatures somewhere between science and superstition. Until then, remember, was a man? A miserable pile of secrets. That goth girl who suddenly likes you just wants you for your blood. And most of all, stay spooky out there. Good night.